1: Today's tip is from Justin at Total Saddle Fit, and he's here to answer a listener a question about fitting an unusually shaped horse whose saddle seems to slide back regardless of what she does. And we'll get right to our tip after this message from Uncle Jimmy's. Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls and Licky Things help combat stall boredom by providing your horse entertainment in the stall while at the same time providing them with much-needed minerals and nutrients not found in other treats. Uncle Jimmy's has training treats covered, too, with Uncle Jimmy's Squeezy Buns. Every deliciously soft, squishy treat is individually wrapped for freshness so your pockets won't get gummed up. Ask for Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls, Licky Things, and Squeezy Buns at your local Tack and Feed supplier, or you can go online to uncle jimmyscom I'm so pleased that Justin from Total Saddle Fit is here again to answer listener questions about saddles and saddle fitting for our horses. How are you doing today, Justin?
0: I'm doing wonderful. How are you?
1: I'm doing just fabulous this afternoon. We've been getting emails very regularly from listeners about saddles and saddle fits. So today we're going to help out Claire Asen, who, who asks this question. Hello, Philip and Reese and Justin. Love the show. We like it when they start out with that. I would like to submit a question for the Total Saddle Fit Challenge. I have really enjoyed the segments about saddle fit. However, I don't think the issue I have with my horse has been addressed. My question is, what do you recommend for a horse with an uphill build, high withers, and flat back, which results in the saddle slipping back instead of forward? I've tried many different saddles and have never found one that stays forward where I want it to be, resulting in always feeling a little bit behind the motion or balance point. Oh boy, this is going to be a good one. Thanks very much, Claire.
0: So, you know, one, one little, I'd like to start with one little comment uh, coming from a saddle fitting background. Is that I, I find a lot of um, saddles are oftentimes placed too far forward to begin with, uh, you know, inhibiting the, the horse's shoulders when the saddle is girfed up. Something just to keep an eye on because uh, you know sadly I see it more frequently than not. But I, I I've, uh, I've I, heard I, other saddle
1: fitters uh, say the same thing, Justin. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, good. I'm not not the only one. No, and, you are uh, not the. I've actually is, heard is,
1: saddle manufacturers say that, and it's in disciplines across the board. Everybody puts their yeah. saddle too far forward, so that's a good point to bring up.
0: Definitely. And, you know, I don't think this is Claire's case, but I just wanted to mention that overall, that um, it's something to keep an eye on, you know, make sure sure their shoulders have some space to move. Um, But as far as fitting these high wither, flat back, uh, uphill horses, there's there's kind of three things to look at as I see it. And the first and most, well, the first and um, top two in, in importance is what we call the head of the tree. So that's the front, the pommel of the tree. And these high-weather horses, you run into a lot of trouble when you have kind of more old-school saddles or, or saddles that aren't, that aren't designed for them in that they have very short tree points, meaning the distance from the top of the pommel to the end of the, of the saddle tree in the front is very short. And that does not allow enough space for the saddle to make contact low enough on the horse's body. And you end up kind of pinching under either side of the withers, and it gives, it gives them no space. It can, it can let the saddle rest on top of the withers can cause a lot of problems that way so a lot of newer style saddles have factored this in um but it's still certainly something to to keep an eye on is that if you have a high wither horse no matter what you want a saddle with long tree points that will give you way more flexibility in being able to keep the wither area free keep it keep the saddle away from the shoulders keep it from resting on top of the withers um that's the biggest thing so and if the horse changes by the way, um, being able to adjust it narrower and wider will actually be able to get some adjustability in there without um, without hitting the withers. So, long tree points in the front of the saddle is the first thing to uh, to keep an eye on. The
1: now, just be- quick question oh, from the ahead. consumer's point of view: That's a question you need to pose to your trusted saddle fitter because that's not something you can just turn the flap of the saddle up and look. You were standing in the tack shop looking at saddles. That's something you need to to get the professional advice on.
0: Yeah, definitely professional advice is is a huge help there. There are sort of like um, rule of thumb ways to check that, which is if you were to compare two saddles, maybe did a little internet research and and figured out what saddles are good for high-weather horses and which aren't, or which have long tree points and which don't. And if you were able to go to your local tack store and pick up a couple used saddles to try out, it would be pretty obvious which one was more um, conducive to high withers because you'd notice how much more space around the whole underside of the pommel there really is around the withers. So above them and to either side, um, just kind of that, that hands-on experimentation or, or testing will get you part of the way there. And then on top of that, you know, if you have uh, if you have access to a good saddle fitter, then that will be huge as well. Got it. Um, so the, the next thing, too, is In the panels and in the panels in the rear part of the saddle panel there is a a little side piece of leather that kind of looks like a triangle when you look at the saddle from the side it's called the rear gusset and that area is where um, it it just the thickness of that whether it's an inch tall or three inches tall determines how much lift it has in the back of the saddle and how much wool you can put in the panels. so when you have a horse that's uphill and has a flat back a couple things can happen one the saddle can have a tendency to sink down low behind, and that's going to put the rider into a chair seat. It's going to make the saddle unstable. And along with that, it can also make the saddle kind of rock and shift around and, and scoot on you, you know, scoot back on you if you're not careful. So I would suggest to look for a saddle that has what we call a deep rear gusset, meaning that that the, the height of the panels, when you look at the saddle from the side, is very tall in the rear, because that will allow, that will give, uh, enough space to lift the back of the saddle up with the wool to make it level on the horse and stable. And that's going to be huge, huge, huge in keeping the saddle from moving around. Instability and, and, and imbalance are some of the biggest reasons saddles move around. And having that deeper rear gut that will give you the freedom to, um, to compensate for that the most possible.
1: Huh. Fascinating stuff. Um, well, there you and, go, Claire. Is there more? <laughs>
0: One little quick comment I could add is um just something to check on it with billets as well. Anytime your billet line, um, as you as you compare it to the ground it is not perpendicular to the ground, that can pull your saddle one direction or the other. So if you find that's the case, there's um birth options that can that can straighten that out. Um and there's also saddle center options that can that can move billets around to make sure they're perpendicular to the ground. Um to make sure, you know, to make sure that's not with pulling your saddle forward or backward, Um, but that would be the left.
1: So when your saddle is sitting on your horse's back and your horse is standing square on level ground, you should be able to lift the flap up and those billets should just naturally hang perpendicular to the ground.
0: Yes, and I will will add to that in that when it's girthed up, you'd like them to be perpendicular to the ground. They should stay that way. (laughs) Okay. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Because it's a lot of times what you'll find in this, to be honest, is more common for saddle flight forward, but you'll find um, if the if the billet's angled forward or angled backward when they're girthed up, mm-hmm. it's going to naturally pull the saddle in that direction. So it's just kind of something that is working against you for trying to get your saddle to stay in place.
1: Interesting stuff. Well, thanks again, Justin, and thanks for writing in, Claire.
0: Well, I'm very happy to do it and happy for having me on. Thank you
1: that about takes care of it. You can find links to today's guests, topics, or products at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of Uncle Jimmy's and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs)